this is a juicy episode. We have so many juicy episodes. We have lots of juicy things, baby. You know, juicy is one of my favorite words. So if you're going to share one episode, you should share all of them. Hello. But this one, this one, right, babe? Yeah, especially for someone who uh, is a little stressed out. Yeah. Cortisol level is a little high. A little bit. I, I can feel for that person. I, we are so excited for you to meet Michelle. Michelle is going to blow your guys' mind in the best way. This is all about meditation and mindfulness and bringing it to the real world. So I'm excited. Cue it. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Couple Shift. I'm Maria Leandra. And I'm Jules. And we are a husband and wife team on a mission to shift the way we live our lives and co-create what really matters. We don't always agree, but together we're figuring it out. Thank you for joining us. We're so glad you're here. So a huge warm welcome to Michelle. Michelle, I'm so, we're so glad you're here. This is really, really delightful. I'm going to read uh, Michelle's bio so everybody can get to know her a little bit better. And then we'll jump right into this beautiful uh, podcast interview. Michelle Zarin is the founder of the Mindfulness Expo, which takes place at the Anaheim Convention Center. She is an inspirational speaker, meditation teacher, and spiritual guide. Her meditations have received more than 1 million downloads worldwide on the Insight Timer app, one of my favorite apps. Michelle is the author of From My Heart to Yours, based on a true story. She has also been featured in Forbes, Bustle, and LAist.com. To receive free weekly spiritual teachings, you can sign up in Michelle's uh, website at michellezarin.com. We'll have that link um, in the show notes. And to learn more about the Mindfulness Expo, you can visit mindfulnessexpo.com. Michelle, welcome. welcome Thank welcome. you. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Thank you. This is so, so cool. Um, I've this is this interview has been in my wish list for oh. even before we so Jules and I have been doing the couple chef for a few months. And yeah. we just started recently doing interviews. But I, I remember thinking at one point, because I've always wanted him to get into some sort of a meditation practice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not the biggest, not that I'm against it. I've just never really yeah, yeah. done it. And um, I mean, I have my moments, I guess, where I can sit and like calmly try to calm myself yeah. in, in some way. Um, but I'm always, I feel like I'm, well, people always describe me kind of like I'm always intense. Yeah. In a yeah. He's <laughs> and, wired. And, and I'm always wired. Way. And I, like we always, we've talked about it a couple of times about how my head's always on a swivel around the house that they're, did you check this? Did you see this? And I'm always (laughs) thinking like that. I never really sit down and calm down. I mean, I already got told that I need to like lower my cortisol levels because I'm like (laughs) how, you know, intense I am. Yeah, I had some blood work done recently and the naturopath that we were working with, she's like, yeah, your cortisol levels are a little little high. (laughs) So it's before that. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's it, it's interesting that, you know, connecting with the breath will just kind of balance so much, not only in our external life, but also within our body too, within our internal body. So, yeah. Yeah. So I met Michelle through uh, the Rock Your Life interview series that I did early last year. One of my favorite, most amazing projects that I've ever created in my life. And Michelle was one of my featured speakers. And from the... and. The way I bumped into her is because I love the Insight Timer app. And all of a sudden, one day I download a series of, the I think it was a 20 or 25 day series, one of those amazing ones that you have. And I remember thinking, I popped out of the meditation. I was like, I want her on my summit. <laughs> I want to interview this woman. And so I looked you up. I you know emailed you and you were so gracious and so incredible. I had a total like fangirl moment because I was like, oh my God, she's on Insight Timer. She's going to be on the summit. So... I've loved you since then, and um, and when we were when I was thinking like, wow, what what it would be really cool with Jules because the whole point of the couple shift is we're talking about all the ways that we've been shifting. It started off with you know going into entrepreneurship and what we just talk about all, all the ways we're shifting in life, and now is obviously there's massive shift happening um, with everybody. Everybody, everybody. Yeah. So, forced to shift. Yeah, so lives, we were like, so. what an amazing time for us to implement, you know, a, additional things in our life and also bring in experts and people that can help us shift collectively. So I, I'd love to talk through the lens of like someone who's never really meditated before. <coughs> Julian. <laughs> um, and I was like, what better way to get an expert who can maybe like, you know, 
give him some of the pieces of information that he would never listen to me to. He'd be like, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's so funny because she just set up her, I mean, she meditate. I've seen you meditate wherever we have in the house, but mm-hmm. now in her, in our office and her, her nook, yeah. we're just talking about it. She just set up her, her little meditation yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love it. Yeah, yeah. like a little formal space. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, because before I would just do it in the room or here in the office on the floor with mm-hmm. a candle or something. But now I have like a nice little now there's a sacred nook. altar a yeah. sacred, situation yeah. that I'm really happy about. So, um, so, so diving right in, Michelle, one of the first questions that I emailed you is, you know, for someone like Jules, like how do we get him inspired? Like understanding, you know, the, the why it's so powerful to, to meditate and to create that practice the breath and everything. And for someone like him, which I'm sure a lot of people that are listening to are probably like, I've, I'd love to, I've thought about it, but I've never I done think, it. I mean, since we're talking about me, I might as well please, please. interject here a little. <laughs> um, I think it's it's uh, the lack, which is something I've always struggled with, is is the lack of patience. Okay. The lack of like, uh, like putting myself, okay, like stop things, stop worrying, stop thinking about other things, stop, th- take a moment, you know, mm-hmm. and step back. That's always been something difficult for me. You know what I mean? Okay. And uh, I think that's where it's like, oh, why am I going to do this right now? You know, that kind of deal. It's like, I got, I got, I got other things to worry about. And maybe I'm not taking it, I, I'm not taking it, I'm not taking it seriously in that sense. Or I don't put it as something that I really need to focus on. Do you ever feel like when you have so much to do in your day, you kind of wind yourself up so much that you kind of not get in a sense of panic mode, maybe a panic mode, but just so much going on within your mind, so much that you have to get done that you feel like you're just going nonstop? Do you ever feel that way? There are times. Um, and it's, and it's, I think, going back to what I was saying, that like my head's always on a swivel because I'm always thinking about something else. I'm always, oh, we got to do this. Oh, there's a there's something in the mail that's coming in. Oh, we have to get this figured out, whatever the case. So yeah, I guess that it's... Do you feel like if you were to meditate, you would lose your edge about, you know, the way that you go about your life? Like I, from what I gather, you like to get a lot done, right? So do you feel like if you were to kind of calm yourself down, you would lose that, perhaps that edge about yourself? Yes, and I think maybe I might forget to do something. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I might forget something. And it, that I think that more so than anything else, because I I calm down and meditate, and then I'll forget that I had to do something else. Maybe that's a fear that I have that I'm oh I should have because mm. and I and the thing is the kind of like uh, what's the word the catch twenty two of it is when I'm doing so many things I tend to forget something anyways yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's, yeah, I think that's where, where it, it's like, if you're not on all the time, yeah, then something's going to fall. Something's going to slip through the cracks. Correct. Well, my first, my first, um, suggestion is, um, it kind of, it's not about meditation, but it kind of does fall into the category of meditation because meditation is a decluttering of our thoughts. It's kind of getting our thoughts in alignment and kind of, you know, going with the flow of our thoughts. But in lines with that is if you have so much that you want to get done in your day, which is amazing, there's so much ambition there, writing it all down, what what really, really, really works is waking up that more. The first thing doing that morning is writing down everything that you want to get done for the day. Or I personally write it, I, I plan my day the night before so that when I get up, my day yeah. is already there and I don't really, I just, I, I go with it. Um, so writing things down will actually make you achieve it better and more efficiently. And there's studies that have been done where people that write down their goals, let's say that you guys, you know, with, with your podcast, let's say that you have a goal that you want to get it to a, you know, certain place or a certain reach. There, mm-hmm. there are studies that have been done that writing it down will 40, will, will give you a 40% better chance of achieving it and attaining your goals than, than just having it in in your head. So right. that is one thing that I would suggest for, and so many people are, are like yourself, that I, I hope that this will not only benefit you, but so many other people too. But in lines with that, when it comes to meditation, meditation is a, I mean, there's so much that meditation offers us, but going along with um, with what we were talking about, 
Meditation is a decluttering of, of the mind. And when there's so much going on within the mind, we actually, when there's so much going on with, with, with our thoughts, when our thoughts are racing, we actually don't give an opportunity for solutions and for creativity to come to the surface because we're always in the state of doing. When we, when we, when we surrender that state of doing, even if it's for 10, 20 minutes a day, and we connect with that being part of ourself, which our creativity resides in that, which the answers to our life reside in that. When we connect with that for 10 to 20 minutes a day, then that allows for somebody like yourself who you seem to be so ambitious and you want to get so much done in your day that that actually allows for not only more productivity because you're having more creativity and more solutions coming to whatever it is that you want to get done, but also you are able to actually have more endurance and energy to get yeah. more done in your day. Because the more that we have racing, that that right there, our thoughts take up a lot of energy. You know, I, I don't know if, if, you know, either of you have, have ever had a panic attack or an anxiety attack, the yeah. level of energy that that yeah. takes over. And then once it's done, you feel like, oh my goodness, I've, you know, if you're able to have it be done in the same day that it started, yeah. you know, sometimes we go to sleep and we feel so panicked. But if all of a sudden you feel like, why I've been hit by a truck, the level of, of energy that our mind takes, people take for granted and they don't realize. But if we were to train the mind and, 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 you know, it's not about calming the mind where we lose our edge. It's about making the mind more efficient. Mm -hmm. And if we were to be able to do that, then we actually open up so much more space to do everything we want to do in the day, but with more fluidity and without that sense of, of, of panic and without that sense of, Oh my goodness, I got to get done. I got to get done. And then the next thing, you know, so I would suggest in your particular situation, and I know so many people relate to you, write it down, write your day out the first thing in the morning or the night before, and then get up and meditate and allow the day to, you, you take control of your day versus your day taking control of you when, yeah. when, when you meditate. I feel like one of the things that's helped us a lot too, because we've started doing that is with um, our Google calendar, where we talked about, mm -hmm. um, and we've, our Google calendars combined. So we, we know, you know, the main large key things that we need to focus on for that yeah, day to, organize, the to day. organize our day. And that has definitely helped. And I, and I think it's made us a lot more productive, mm -hmm. but to what you're saying, I, everything else is kind of like, if I wanted to, you know, fix something downstairs or something relating with just or going to Publix or and buying food or, mm -hmm. or go, whatever it is, that kind of stuff is just like it's in my mind, and the the image I have is like is a guy like that that's like you know in those in those classic like sci fi movies the scientist that's all he's got all this stuff all <laughs> jumbled papers thrown around <laughs> the office and it's all just thrown and it's kind of like that so obvious and he's always looking for that specific thing. It's it's it, I feel like that's where I, I, I relate to that in the sense of like, I got all these things that I'm worried about and I don't know where I put it. Yeah. <laughs> and I forget. I, and then I, I tell her, where's my phone? Where's this? Where's I think that? There was and it's a like, magic word that Michelle said right from the get go. Declutter. Declutter. Because Jules loves decluttering. Yeah, I like to declutter so like the physical thing. But relating that to decluttering your mind, I think, head, is yeah. a powerful like thing for you to really like sit sit in and see what the benefit and and the fact that you are making your mind more effective yeah huge yeah yeah when when our mind is decluttered it inadvertently declutters our life that doesn't mean that we become complacent by any means that just means that we become so much more efficient yeah. and when we learn the tools and techniques of of meditation when we become a meditator and have been doing it for some time we just start to when our mind is not crazy chaotic we've we're we have a grasp on the thoughts it really allows for more creativity more solutions and more more inspiration to be to be downloaded into us and that leads for more expansion in life you know so it's 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 a tool that i cannot stress enough when for people like yourself that are ambitious for times that like right now that we're going through where people are just so anxious the the breath you know why why were we born with the breath you know like why 
you know, this life force. Actually, if we connect to this life force that we have been given, it's a life force for our body, right? But if we actually take it as a, a, a grander life force as well, it actually gives us more life. It actually, and, and when I say that, that means that it gives us more, we tap into our courage through our meditation. We expand our life that way. We we tap into our creativity and, and our solutions. We expand our life that way. So the life force of the breath is not just for the body. It's for our existence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you feeling? How are you feeling, babe? <laughs> I'm just going to get my tea uh, yeah. and let you and let you simmer in that. Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> that was powerful. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one thing I'd love to create for Jules is actually to do like a real life challenge slash test slash opportunity for him to see oh a before boy. and after. Yeah. And so what I told him is, babe, are you game to actually start a practice, like commit to a certain period of time. And then him and I can check back in on the podcast and, and he can, you know, share what he's experienced through. So when you said that this was my year, oh. she said this in the beginning, <laughs> 2020 is your year. And then everything happened with COVID. I'm like, this, yeah. is, this is a really my year. Oh, and yeah. then my doctor's visits and everything that I'm going, uh, going through, like, this is, this is not turning out to the greatest yeah. thing, but it, maybe it is, uh, you yeah, know, we've, and it's, we've changed my my diet are and now it's yeah and I get chills because I said that from early on in the year because yeah. last year he was really he showed up for me massively in in how I did a lot of self development traveling training launched the business like everything and so out of like it started as a kind of like a cute thing but I was like babe twenty twenty this is your year mm-hmm. and little did we know the great focus that we'd be, we'd be actually having on his health because yeah. we've, we've been hit with a curveball health wise that, you know, has, has encouraged us to really shift a lot of, you know, from our eating habits to, and this is all very recent and, and, yeah, and, and to be aligned honest, with this timing of, of it, quarantine, not having to do anything with, you know, COVID or anything. Right. Um, but it's a big picture thing that we're moving through. So it's just a, an amazing opportunity, I think, for your evolution as like who and you are, your, your sense of being, not just your doing in the world, but your being and your purpose of how you're really stepping into your power from a different space. And what I want to say about my health is that one of the things that makes it uh, uh, even more difficult, it's, there's still unknown mm-hmm. on, on what I'm dealing with. And I think that adds to my stress and anxiety. Yeah. And um, to think about meditation with that stress and anxiety, it's almost like it's, it's very, it's very difficult. Like if, if, Mm. you know, like you feel like you're going to sit with that and think more about it if you're quiet. Yeah. If you calm down. Yeah. Mm. Like, so, so, and and it's happened to me before where I just sit in calm and then my mind starts to race. Like I start to think about when I'm trying, it's almost like, stop thinking about it. Like trying to tell myself, stop thinking about, stop thinking about it. And it just doesn't, it makes it worse, I guess. In that sense. And that's something I, like kind of fear of being getting caught in that, mm. you know? Uh, well, the if you're on this trajectory of, you know, the, the, the 2020 started out with kind of, you know, making changes for the better, this is your year. And, and all of a sudden you were hit with a, a um, health issue. And yeah. so it's, it's actually the way that I view it is that you, this, I, I don't view it as anything bad. I view it as, you know, Maria was right. This is your year, but it's a year to reset. And and when we're resetting, we do go through phases, times where we're kind of feel like we're falling apart per se, as the world is collectively right now, the world is ultimately resetting. But in an individual level, when we're talking about you and your life, yes, this is your year, but you need to fall apart a little bit first before you can collect the pieces of yourself back up so much stronger and so much better and become a better version of yourself. And right. some of the things that were not serving you, perhaps your eating habits, whatever it may be, they were not serving you in the past and they led to a certain outcome. And now is your time to reset. And I, I fully understand that you know, you're know you going through something that is 
pretty, pretty, imp very important. And, and it could be, I, I don't know the degree of it, but it could be grave to whatever degree, you know. And when we are in that kind of a position, when there is the underlying um, condition with that is fear. And when we are in that kind of a position, it's actually not that easy to meditate because yeah. we are in survival mode. And when, when we are in survival mode, it is not easy to close our eyes and go inward. Because imagine if you were to be out in the wild and there's lions roaming around, would you very comfortably sit down in meditation in the middle of the wild and close your eyes and go inward? No, your eyes no. would be open because you're trying to protect yourself, you know, and you, you're on guard. And so I, I fully understand what what you're saying and I fully understand, you know, why it could be very difficult, especially now more than ever before for you to sit in meditation. And if you can just work yourself up to that, what I what, what I recommend for people to do is to take the time to sit with themselves anyway, just be comfortable sitting with yourself. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean closing your eyes and going inward, because that's actually a pretty it's it's kind of a big step. Some people are able to dive in and do it, but most people are not able to dive in and go right into a meditation practice. And so what I recommend to people is if, you know, um, sitting down with a, with a journal and writing your, your, your thoughts and your, you know, what's going on inside of you, writing it down in a journal, designating 10 minutes. I also actually recommend designating, because, you know, when we meditate, we're on a timer. We're, you know, guided meditation, silent meditation. There's a certain number of minutes that we've dedicated to that, right? So let's say 15 minutes. Dedicate, put your timer on and dedicate 15 minutes to organizing and decluttering a part of your house, whether it is some drawers in the kitchen or your closet or the garage or what. That decluttering, as we were saying in, in the beginning of this podcast, that decluttering will inadvertently start to, it helps us psychologically unwind too. You know, they say that dishes, um, washing dishes helps us uh, clear a lot of. Uh, I actually absolutely agree with that because I, I, I find that the most time that I feel like my mind's clear is when I'm washing the dishes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a cleansing, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a cleansing. And so as is organizing our closet and drawers, as is, you know, uh, decluttering the, the, the garage, as is decluttering the mind through meditation. And so um, I, I fully understand where you are in, in your life. And I would never want you to sit in meditation. And, and I would, I, I, I am such an advocate and so passionate about meditation that also the last thing I would ever want anybody to do is to sit down and say, oh my gosh, it's not for me my mind is racing too much. And then they get up and never come back to their mat, you know, or their meditation pillow. So what I suggest to people is to, if, if you find yourself in that kind of a situation, sit down, write in a journal, clear yourself out that way. Or if you believe in prayer, or if your listeners believe in prayer, I, I, I always recommend that because that is sitting with ourself and becoming vulnerable. And uh, uh, aligning with the formless dimension as meditation does, or just, you know, setting your timer and decluttering a part of your house. So, um, but ultimately to get yourself to the point of being able to meditate will be the most powerful form of healing. Because when, when you're sitting in meditation and your thoughts are racing and you're noticing these thoughts, you get to a point within your meditation practice that you realize wow, there is this thing, this crazy thing going on, it's called my thoughts. But then I also have a choice of not giving into those thoughts and aligning back to my breath, you know, and when we keep consistently doing this in our meditation practice, thoughts, breath, thoughts, breath, we come to realize that we actually don't have to give into all of our thoughts. We come to realize that we don't have to, we have a choice of not allowing our thoughts to own us. And right. so in, in a particular situation, if a person has a health condition that they're dealing with and their thoughts become this health condition and recognizing and realizing, oh, wow, I actually don't have to give my energy to this. I can actually let that go. Then we start to give distance between what is troubling us and aligning to a different dimension within ourselves, which is our peace, which is which is the broader picture of possibilities, you know? So, um, 
So get yourself to the point of sitting in meditation, but I would never want you to, if, if you're in a very um, uh, high stress point in your life, I understand if it's not that easy right now either, but definitely get yeah. yourself to the point. Yeah, because I, I, everything there about my health, um, there's time. Um, I also I have an issue with my hand and I feel like it's kind of related. Uh, I, we, we believe it is kind of related. We're not sure. We don't know. Um, so even writing is difficult for me. And so I feel like for me, it would be, it would actually force, not force me, but it, I would actually start thinking about it more. I'm like, cause I'm struggling to write. Okay. You, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's almost like it's winding me up again. So okay. I feel like that even the dishes, I do like to do that. And it's, but then I, I'll grab a fork in a way and I'm like, oh, my God, is, I'm having difficulty. So I'm, I feel like I'm at a, at a point where I, most of the normal things that anybody does, I am struggling with. Okay. You know, what I'm, so it makes me constantly think. So it's almost like I need to find a place um, where I guess my hands are not being used <laughs> almost where I can try to not think about that. I, I won't not try not to think. I won't be I won't get that urge of like hey remember look this is not working again you know what i mean yeah yeah and that that's a, that's one of the difficulties i guess then 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 find some time to sit with yourself with with eyes open you know just okay. just just make make it a practice for 2 minutes to just you know like like maria has her own special meditation place whether you choose to have that in your house or not or you just choose to go sit on a pillow somewhere um, set a timer and just get comfortable with with sitting with your eyes open and just get comfortable with with that space that you're creating this space around yourself where pretty soon this space you're going to start to close your eyes and you're going to start to go inward and you don't have to go into a 20 minute meditation to begin with either you know um you you definitely don't have to do that we we work ourselves up to some people are able to go dive deep into like a 20 or 30 minute meditation but i uh, if you're starting out you know that's like you know starting out wanting to learn how to swim and somebody telling you okay go do 30 laps you know you kind of want to start with one or two laps and then work your endurance and your comfort level up to those 30 laps like walk before you run yeah 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 i think i think, I think the place that actually that um in the afternoon in our patio there's like a the sun hits nice and i've gone out there and i just sat there mm -hmm. that's probably one of the best places mm -hmm. for me in the sense because i'm not thinking about my hands i'm not thinking about those things mm -hmm. i feel like that mm -hmm. but yeah. just more consistent about it on a daily yeah. basis but you're saying it, it, and and i should do this in the morning i should start this out like that should be one of my first things i do or it doesn't necessarily have to be in the morning. Um, what do you it doesn't it doesn't have to be in the morning but here's why the morning can be very you know the morning is good if you can do the morning i highly recommend the morning because how we start our day sets the precedence for the rest of our day you know and if we we've all experienced those days where we're for example you know not even having to get to work but having to catch a flight or something and we did not hear the alarm i mean the level of stress that we wake up with it, it takes a long time to calm ourselves down from that. And the way that we start our day sets the precedence for the rest of the day. So the way that I view my meditation practice, which I do every morning, is I plug into myself, which is I, I plug into my own energy field, my own peace. I, I plug into myself before the rest of the world starts taking from me. And when we when we plug into ourselves, we plug into our own power source, right? So it becomes more empowering for us when we are grounded and centered in ourselves versus just waking up and going and going and going. And the world is so demanding. We, you know, family, jobs, you know, responsibilities, everything. It's it, we we live in a demanding demanding world, and so being able to wake up and tap into oneself, which I, I call plugging into oneself, will give you the energy. It's kind of like charging your phone, you know? Like yeah. you charge yourself and then you start your day. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But a lot of people do better with, you know, um, 
ending their day with a meditation practice. They just kind of like to, you know, it's kind of like, you know, meditation becomes a showering of the mind too, right? So they just kind of like, you know, take a shower of the mind, five, 10 minutes of meditation, 20 minutes, and then they go to bed and that day is done. And then they face the next day. Um, for me personally, I, I like morning meditations and I, I recommend starting the day that way. Yeah. I mean, when, when I would sit, sit out there, it was in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that's bad, but I think uh, maybe yeah. we can try that out where I'm doing it right at the start. Like I get up and mm-hmm. have my coffee and, or, or does it matter to be honest, if you have the, co- like I'm being honest here, it, does it matter to have something like to drink coffee before doing the meditation or should it be like for the morning? Should it be that you get up out of your bed um, and just go and, and meditate first before doing anything else? No. I, no, I, I always, no, 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 no. It's, it, that's an amazing question. Um, do whatever you makes, you know, have your coffee and take your shower, wh- whatever you want. And then I personally, yeah. I have my cup of coffee and my breakfast. That's the first thing that I do before I sit in, in into my, in my meditation practice, because I don't want to be fighting off my sleep while I'm in meditation, you know? Okay. And I want to be alert enough where it's not about, it's not a struggle of fighting off the sleep. It's actually, you know, being proactive about my, my meditation, but I'm not worried about, you know, I'm so exhausted in in this moment that I'm just trying to fight off the sleep. Um, It's a really good question, but yeah, no, please have your coffee and um, get yourself ready for your meditation. It's kind of like going to the gym, you know? Um, yeah. if, if it works for you to go to the gym first thing in the morning without having your cup of coffee, then, you know, mm-hmm. that's great. But if you feel like you need a little bit of a jolt, um, then the same thing. Meditation is, is training for the mind. Gym is training for the body. I love that. Meditation is training for the mind. This I mean, really it is. It's, uh, what we've been talking about is mm-hmm. the, the mindset, right? Yeah. 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 We talk about that all the time. And um, my other question is in terms of the, the, the timing, like um, not the timing of sitting in meditation, but you know, how long do you typically recommend that someone go into this exploration of, you know, creating a meditation practice, whether it's those two minutes of silence with yourself and, or journaling for a couple of minutes for you to begin to see, and I'm sure everybody's different, obviously, but for you to begin to see some, um, something shift within you. Um, everybody is very different. And some people start to see um, shifts within themselves um, kind of immediately. Some people, it takes a long time, you know? And, but again, it's, it's th- the same as working out. Some people feel those muscles in the arms after, you know, four days of going to the gym. Other people, it takes three, four weeks before they start to see the definition in the arms. So uh, that is, you know, I can't answer that part. But what I will say is some pointers about getting into a meditation practice. First of all, there is no such thing as a bad meditation. People sit down and they think, oh my goodness, my mind was racing. And, you know, they feel like, okay, that was a waste of my, you know, 10, 20 minutes, whatever. Um, There is no such thing as a bad meditation because when we are meditating, we are entering into, we're making a connection with our being. The human being has two aspects, right? We have the human, which is the form. We have the being, which is the formless. The human is our physical body. It is our awards and accolades. It is our material possessions. It's everything in the external world. That's the human. But then we have the being which is our purpose, which is our peace, which is our love, it is our compassion, it is our intuition. It's everything that we cannot tangibly touch, but is a huge part of our life. So the world of the formless as we're tapping into meditation is very different than the world of form. In the world of form, we do, 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 do to get a result. In the world of formless, all we have to do is show up. We just have to show up and try. And a lot of those days could be, you know, our mind is racing too much. That's okay. Come back and sit the next day and the next day. And when you do this enough days in a row, the key is to keep it up. When you do this enough days in a row, that's when you will start to like a a, a rosebud, you will start to slowly see the blossoming 
of, of your life, wherever your meditation practice needs to take you. So the first thing that I want to say is that there is no such thing as a bad meditation. We just show up and try. We're just be. And the unfolding happens by itself, just like a rose. You know, the rose doesn't do, 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 do to make those petals open and blossom. The rose just bees. And so that's one thing. The other thing that I want to say is that, you know, all it takes is one second of no thought. All it takes is a cluster of seconds, like five, six seconds of no thought within a 10-minute sitting, for example, or a five-minute sitting. And those clusters of no thought are your meditation practice. The rest mm. of it is just, you know, trying to get to those few seconds of no thought. Those few seconds of no thought, that's your meditation. If you were able to attain a few seconds or 45 seconds or 15 seconds there, 20 seconds there, five seconds there, those are your meditation practice. Because what those do is those are opening up a portal into your internal world where your purpose, intuition, peace, all of that resides. And you add those few seconds up through time over a period of weeks and months is when you start to see, you know, it's like putting like um, coins in a jar. You know, every time you have those few seconds of no thought, another coin goes in there. And then before you know it, you're going to be overflowing. And before you know it, you look around, you're like, oh my goodness, I have a lot of money. I can go out to dinner, whatever, you know, that's how we, um, if, if we want to gauge our meditation practice, that's how we do it. Um, it's not about sitting in this like level of no thought for the 20 minutes. That's, that's not what it's about. It's about, right. you know, being really, you know, being grateful for the few seconds of no thought that keep coming. And those few seconds of no thought expand through time, you know, the longer that we do it. I mean, it is like the gym because when you go to the gym, you probably spend about 20 out of the hour, you're probably spending 20 minutes actually exercising. You may be waiting for machines or switching things. And, and then you mm -hmm. finally get to that little sweet spot where you actually get the work in, Yeah, you know, yeah. you're not spending the whole time there. And then, you know, yeah. there's been many times where we're there for an hour and a half. And what do we really work was not as long as you really mm -hmm. yeah. you think. Yeah. Yeah, oh. it's exactly like you said, when you're at the gym and you're in the zone and you're breaking out into a sweat and you can feel like, okay, like, you know, the blood is going to my muscles and like, you're exactly like you said, that zone, those few seconds of no thought are the zone in your meditation practice. And you're going to go in and out of them through, yeah. through the practice. Love that. So, um, <laughs> Michelle, so this, so I'm just sitting here like, oh, yes. Um, <laughs> So one of the things that I thought would be really valuable for you to speak into is when, you know, we talk a lot about couples and, you know, what couples experience together. So if one, one half of the equation wants to meditate, wants to create that time, but maybe feels awkward telling their partner that they're going to do that, or they feel misunderstood, or they feel like, you know, it's, it's, I never I love, did that to you, right? Huh? No, no, but I no, but I remember no. You you've 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 been more supportive as I've opened up more. Like it really right. it really became more of me sharing this is why this matters and this is what I'm creating for myself. And then it, you were like, "Oh, okay, cool." But I remember having years ago like like he's going to think this is this is weird and um so and especially now that people couples are faced, you know, to really be like a next level of partnership and teamwork because yeah. we're at home together so just speak into how to support your significant other to understand how valuable your practice is for you and for those you know who are listening who you know just to, to encourage their significant other to you know to create that space do you know what i mean yeah when um when it's something that you said is is really important and and you mentioned that you know it's you you were able to more comfortably do it when you start communicating. And that is so important. Communication is so important. The why, the why behind what we want to do is so important. And so first of all, being able to communicate that, you know, I've, I, I feel that I have found some benefits with this whole meditation thing. And I would really like for you to give me, you know, the 20 minutes a day for me to be able to just kind of, you know, exit out of our life and go into my, my little nook, my little area and go into myself. Um, 
And it the the reason why that becomes so important is that we we brushed on this on, on this um just a little bit ago, but it's it's so important because how can we give to others without resentment, without feeling like, okay, I, I don't have any more inside of me to give you? How can we continue going? And not only it's you're talking about couples, but also it's about work and the demand of, of keeping up with life, right? How can we go through that without burning out? And without going through it, where we kind of do it mindlessly, we just, you know, it's not fun anymore. If we're so tired, it's not fun anymore to be able to even hang out with friends, you know. And so being able to give the partner 20 minutes, right, that's all it takes, 20 minutes of how many um, how many minutes in a day, you know, is, is it 1440 in a day or is it 1440 in a week? But 1,440 minutes, let's, you know, being able to give that to 20 minutes of that to, to the partner so that they can go plug in, charge their own battery, and that way come back out refreshed and be able to give more of themselves in a more fluid way, not only to the partner, to the family, but to all aspects of their life, you know, so um, it, it's, the, the return on investment is so profound that please, um, 10 minutes, 20 minutes to go inside your little meditation cave or closet, whatever it may be, it will make a world of difference in every aspect of life. And so um, it's, it's and, and, and here's the other thing. When, when couples go on this journey together, when, when couples go on this, you know, meditation or, or mindfulness and journey together, we're all here to learn different lessons. We, we may have united with a partner, but we also, we have our own journey that we're here to fulfill too. And how beautiful when couples support that journey of the other person, right? But at the end of the day, whether we receive that support or not, we're here to fulfill a particular journey in this lifetime. And so when we go deeper into ourselves, and we go, we're talking about meditation here. When we when we begin our meditation journey, we will naturally start picking up articles, books, watching documentaries. Um, we will start. We we will naturally become curious about certain aspects of life, whether it is time management, whether it is forgiveness, whether it's, I mean, there's so much within the world of mindfulness and, you know, and so we start to explore those different aspects and we bring more to the table for our partner. You know, when, when, when we've been living with somebody for X number of years, you know, it, 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 it really helps when we have something to bring to the table, when we're out to dinner, to have a conversation piece, to share a part of ourselves, something that we've learned. And so, to be able to honor that space for the person to just, you know, sit with themselves, that will open up a door into other aspects of life for that person. They will start exploring, even if it's, you know, a documentary, an article that they find online, whatever. And that gives them more within themselves to bring this to the table for the partner. So it's, it's, um, there's, there's multi dimensions to it, but um, it's so important. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I also wanted to bring up, and, and after this, I, I want to pivot into something else. I want to ask you sort of a big picture perspective of what we're all experiencing right now uh, and your take on it. But before that, I just wanted to mention also the value of resources, such as Insight Timer, such as, you know, what you offer on your website. Because one of the things that I have found really supportive on my journey is following guided mm -hmm. meditations is you know, that space where you have someone guiding you through it. Um, you feel after, I feel it for those of us who are starting out, having someone guide you through it and then you and then creating the space to then follow a silent meditation and try out what works for you is really beautiful. And there's it's like a trainer. Yeah, and, it, and there's such a plethora of different meditation trainers um, that, that with different energies, with different, you know, I, one of the reasons why I really resonated with Michelle is because your energy is very, um, you totally open up that portal into the formless and you're very grounded. And so I can access that part of me that is very 
analytical and strategic. I'm like half analyzer, strategic and half like I'm living in like a fairy world because I'm very connected energetically and, and I can get there, you know, I can totally go there. And yet my mind needs to be almost led. Um, and the, the more I've deepened into my practice, the more than I can really tap, tap in, but just the value of seeking someone that you really connect with mm-hmm. energetically, um, voice their their the speed with which they guide you to just try mm-hmm. different things out and see yeah. what works for you and so many of these resources are available completely free there's there's no investment necessary when you're starting out which is so beautiful for something that you get so like you said the 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 return on investment for something that you're doing that's completely free is just it's mind blowing when you really think yeah, about it that absolutely. way absolutely yeah and Go ahead. No, no, um, go ahead, go ahead. It's I, I completely agree with you. And we're we're so grateful that we are in an an era of life where there is so much at our disposal and we don't necessarily have to go pay a lot of money to try out a certain teacher of, of meditation. Um, if anybody has ever taken a yoga class, they know that some yoga instructors are, are, you know, they're your vibe, other ones are not, you know, that doesn't mean that there are bad yoga instructors out there. That means that, you know, uh, we connect with different people. And the same is true for therapists, you are, it's recommended to, you know, really feel the connection of, of, you know, that person before you sit with your subconscious with them, you know? And so um, you're, you're so right there. It's, it's not a matter of, um, you know, th- th- there, there is so much out there that it's a matter of just trying. And if, if, if a person doesn't find that one particular blogger that they're into, that's okay. There's so many other ones. Insight Timer has thousands of teachers. And if you find that one teacher's style and voice doesn't resonate with you, there's so many other ones to choose from, you know, so but but it's um, nobody will take that initiative for us until we take that initiative for ourselves. You know, that it's it's a world of resources at our disposal, but the choice is ours. Are we actually going to tap into it or not? Yes, yes, yes. Perfect segue to I'd love to hear your perspective on you know, how we're shifting. Um, and this could be a total like a separate podcast episode, so we don't have to go super deep. But in terms of what's available right now um, for humanity in terms of choice, in terms of opening up to deeper possibilities of how we get to connect with ourselves, our intuition, as we're moving through this 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 time of reset, um, like you said earlier, and and why this is such a beautiful time to cultivate that connection with your your innermost self, like to to recharge and understand your own energetic battery more than ever before. Um, you're right. It is. It, it, it can be a whole podcast in and of itself because there is, you know, there is so much with what we are going through right now. And it is such a profound time in our lives for the rest of our, we are all in this one that we're, we're going to come out of yeah. this, you know, soon enough. But for the rest of our lives, this is going to be a defining point. I don't care who you are. I don't care your what your socioeconomic says. I don't care where you in the United States or in this world. This is good. This is a defining point that we are in. And when we come out of this, there's a lot of adjustments that we've had to make within ourselves, whether it is not being able to go outside, working from home, whether it is homeschooling. There's a lot of adjustments that we've had to make. There's a lot of people whose incomes have been compromised. and But we're all still in our own bubble of our own homes, right? When we are able to go back out into society, when quarantine is over, and we're actually going to be able to see the effects of what has happened, this is huge. This is really big, what is happening. And you're right, Maria, exactly like you said, the choice is ours. Do we want to side with the scarcity of what is happening? Do we want to side with the fear of what is happening? I personally am not. I I see so much opportunity here. And I see, because this is on a big picture scale, the world is, is resetting and we're ultimately going through a rebirth. 
And anytime we go through any kind of a breathing process, we, there's a lot of discomfort and there's a lot of pain. And that is what we're going through right now, individually and also collectively. Nobody is is nobody has not been affected by this. Everybody has experienced some level and degree of discomfort, and you know, some level and degree of of, of worry breaking down. You know, there's been a lot of that going on. So right now, the energy field of the planet is very low because there's so much worry and there's so much anxiety and people don't know how to live in the unknown. They don't know how to make peace with the unknown. And so we're functioning at a very low place in, in within our existence right now when it comes to energetically, vibrationally. If we can recognize that no matter what happens, life goes on. And if there is a 40% um, if there is a 40% rate of unemployment when we are out of this, if we can focus on the 60% and if we can say, okay, there is still, a, it, it really comes down to day-to-day -day choices that we make for ourselves. And those day-to-day -day choices will either continue, once this is all said and done, it will either continue to keep us in a very low vibration or it will raise us into possibility, into into an expansion of, of what is, not the 40%, but the 60%, right? My hope is that people don't fall into victim consciousness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big fear. Or, you know. Yeah, and we've talked a lot about that here, the, the, the victim versus being in a place of yeah. choice. Like right. that's also been my experience from, it, from it when this whole thing. Continue being like a crutch. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and the, the thing of, we're we're so low and i feel like you're saying i feel like this is just the beginning too yeah. we're still at the beginning yeah. and i think a lot of people are in a lot of denial oh no next month in july or in or or in august everything mm -hmm. is going to be fine and i uh, they're blocking their minds to the to the reality that this is yeah. just getting yeah. started mm -hmm. and um you know? it's like an earthquake has been hit and a lot of companies and a lot of people have felt that jolt right away but a lot of companies and a lot of people are, are going to feel the aftershocks of that earthquake once quarantine is done. A lot of companies are not going to be able to keep up. They were they were able to during the quarantine time, right? But they're not going to be able to keep up. And so that's, you know, when it comes to society and companies as a whole. But all of us are going through shifts internally as well. Yeah. Who we were pre-quarantine is not going to be who we're going to be post-quarantine or not. And so we are going on through individual shifts, we're going through macro shifts. And there's going to be a lot of adjustments. And again, my hope is that people live consciously, versus victim consciously, and continue to realize that there are choices and life does go on. And this is and life is in a big state of contraction right now. But after contraction is expansion, contraction and expansion, the ups and downs of life. And if we remain in, you know, a victim consciousness and within the low energy field, we're not going to be open to the possibilities. You know, life is going to want to expand, you know, but we're not going to be open to the possibilities. Life is going to be different. You know, people are going to have more home businesses, whatever, but we're not, if we're living from that low vibration, we're not going to have the courage to go after that home business. We're not going to have the courage to follow our dreams like, you know. And so it's it's such a profound time in our lives. And my hope and I pray every single day for humanity is that is that um people understand that, you know, um there are ways to rise above this. Because right this your pre your pre COVID-19 life um is not the only life that you can have. And there's a better life if you're open for it. If if you're if you're open to it. You know? Right. I Absolutely. you know, um the level of um what what I know um is that, you know, we've all had to live a lot more mindfully with with you know what we have, the resources that we have, whether it is whether it is the food that we were able to buy pre-quarantine or it is the money and and finances. We've all had to live a lot more mindfully. And if we're able to continue that once we're able to go through life post-quarantine, then what a beautiful life, what a beautiful existence to be able to live 
consciously and mindfully versus closed up in that victim consciousness, you know? So there is so much opportunity here that um, opportunity for growth and expansion and better versions of ourselves. Um, I just hope that people don't get lost in, in the, the chaos of it because it is also a chaotic time. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Beautiful. Michelle, this has been a, an absolute treat, joy. Um, I mean, it just, I've, I've been soaking up everything that you've been sharing and so have I. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. And, you know, definitely I'm going to, um, take that first step of, uh, after having my coffee yeah, and breakfast. Yeah. Um, I, I do have a, a 20 day series of meditation. And I, I may not be, you know, the, the right, the right guide and voice for you, but I do want to put it out there that right. I do have a 20 day series of meditation where I, you start with one minute of meditation on day one, you add a minute a day. And so by day 17, you're meditating right. for 17 minutes by day 20, you're meditating for 20 minutes. And so I ease, um, it's, I've, I've had a lot of people who began their practice that way and they've been able to keep it for years. I still get emails from them. Um, but also a lot of people that were, um, you know, experienced meditators that, and I would see it through the comments on Insight Timer where they found it so beneficial. So I, I, I do have that for you, but if I'm not the right guide for you, then there's a lot of other ones to choose from. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, that's the one I discovered that okay, led cool. me to you. Yeah. And I thought it was... Yeah, a brilliant way to to get started. And even though I had meditated before, it was a beautiful way to like bring bring myself like back easing into it into it. it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're are you you're excited for tomorrow <laughs> morning? I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited for your two minutes in the sun of. So I get I have I get coffee I get breakfast and then I go yes. honey I got give me a moment. Outside. You will be the king yes. of meditation <laughs> tomorrow morning. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Mornings yeah. are always fun here. <laughs> because of Skyler, our son, yeah, he wakes up at the crack of dawn, so he comes in and he's like, "Mommy, it's so the, the sun's out, the sun's out," and it's like, "Okay, we're know, not ready yet." I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I, I, I don't have kids, but I'm with my niece and nephew, yeah. and like you know, their 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 circadian rhythm is with the sun. As soon as the crack of sun starts, and it's like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, yeah. It's so- you can sleep yeah. during the light, the sunlight. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, no. he, gets so he gets super excited. He's telling, it's like, no, the sun rose. I know. So I rise. I know. Yeah. And the thing is, is you can't really explain to them that you get a nap in the middle of the day. I can't get that nap. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he gets, he's been getting, when he was at school, he would get like one hour nap. Here, he's getting like two. Sometimes yeah. it's a three hour nap and he wakes Delicious. up and he's like, I slept. And I'm yeah. like, oh, how nice. <laughs> Oh, I slept great. How convenient. He's so cute. I I see his his photos on on Maria's Instagram. So cute. You guys have a lovely family. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Oh, Michelle, this was an absolute, um, what a beautiful gift. I really appreciate you sharing your wisdom with us, your time, your inspiration. And I have a feeling that this is going to be a really valuable episode that so many people are going to really connect with. So I'm I'm really going to do my part. The timing is perfect. Yeah, I'm going to do my part to share this like far and wide and and hopefully everybody who listens to it passes it along to someone else because what you shared is so timely and and speaking in such like real world terms of someone like Jules who is going through stuff where it's like, you know, there's a re- I'm sure whether it's a different experience but people will resonate with right. Oh wow, yeah, those are the reasons why I don't do that thing that people keep talking about but you have a beautiful way of just bringing it in a very um, accessible relatable uh, sense so I appreciate that I appreciate you um, and uh, yeah thank you so any thank any you. final beautiful inspirational thoughts before we wrap up uh, well yes um, because of the very sensitive time and you know um, when when this will be released we will continue to be in, in a very sensitive time within within all of, you know, within society, within, within our, our lives. Uh, my, my hope truly is that uh, your listeners see the opportunity in, in growth. And if they've had to shed a lot of layers about their past, even if, if, 
if it was a job for them to not take it personally that is not happening to them on a micro level it is happening to them on a macro level and to be able to rise above with the simple choices that they make on a day-to-day -day basis about not giving in to the no possibilities giving in to the possibilities so that when this is all said and done and and we're ready to start anew they will not only survive this but have thrived through this i i truly hope that for all of your listeners yes yeah. mm, yes thank you thank you michelle thank you um, michelle. so much right love back to, to you. you thank you and so baby i'm excited for you. 2020 <laughs> is your year <laughs> yeah yes it is yeah all Absolutely. right everyone well thank you so much for listening please remember to subscribe Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. I've been always messing up with share that. Share with your friends, end. especially this one. Like, there's yes. one you're going to share. This should be the one. Like, give this as a gift to someone else to really um, speak into that possibility within us all. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I love you, babe. Love you, honey. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much.